0: So as you know today is Brexit day here in the UK We're leaving the European Union and uh, I just wanted to ask you how do you think this will affect recruitment in the UK
1: okay hi Julie uh, first of all you know welcome to the podcast for web spiders It's great to talk to you uh, yes
0: yeah, good to be here
1: yeah. <laughs> I think we are, we are doing it we are getting live on media for the second time right after the BBC yeah. video. So it's yeah. Yeah, that was good, a good day. Absolutely, yeah. And today, today is a historic day, I guess, with with, with Brexit Day.
0: It sure and is. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. The, the, the flags are being waved, and uh, some people are not waving their flags. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it is, it is, it is happening. Definitely, it's historic. I mean, nobody mm-hmm. would have thought in nineteen forty-five that there would be a union.
0: <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> but it yeah. certainly happened. Um, yeah, so, yeah so, there's so, lots of changes Sid. sorry lots of changes
1: yes absolutely here in the
0: uk yeah
1: yeah and
0: how, how i mean going back to my question how do you how do you think this is going to affect uh companies here when uh they're trying to recruit talent
1: yeah i think yeah so that's a great question and i think this will definitely create more competition for the talent because i'm assuming the flow from you know, Europe, would, mainland Europe would would eventually stop Uh, at least the free flow would stop. And which would mean that, uh, you know, recruiters and employers and companies would have to make sure that they're doing it more efficiently, you know, not just the person, people who are available, they need to be able to attract across the country and potentially globally, right, to come and come and come and work for them. So I think being able to be more precise and 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 use digital to be more effective. Uh, what yeah. we can really see now.
0: Absolutely. I mean, what you're saying there about the inflow for, of uh, European workers. I mean, that's been on the, the decline for uh, the past few years due mm-hmm. to uh, Brexit. So, um, and that, that's just going to continue.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. The
0: companies do need, do need to attract uh, good yeah. workers. I mean, already they're having. Uh, difficulty to fill uh, uh, vacancies so I mean let's talk a little bit about uh, AI how how do you think AI will make it more effective and help companies fill these vacancies that desperately need to be filled
1: okay yeah so so, so just taking a step back uh, Julie you know when we talk about AI I think as a, as a genre of technology AI is the first focus of AI has been to increase productivity and sort of decrease inefficiency, right? So when you talk about driverless car, when you talk about any other form of AI, it's it's about not wasting time, you know, and not wasting time on things that don't matter. Uh, so I think I think AI is very well suited. I think Brexit and AI go hand in hand, if I may say so. Um, because AI is focused on driving productivity, uh, and and certainly the companies need productivity at the moment to be able to precisely attract the kind of people they need. Yeah.
0: Mm. So, do you think now then, with Brexit, that um, the UK really needs to up their game in in the uh, world of recruitments?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think it's a no-brainer because I think we we have consciously decided that uh, you know uk needs to be independent and which essentially means we made a conscious choice that uh, you know certain kinds of people are allowed and certain kinds of people are have to apply uh, to be able to work uh, which which means that the pool is definitely going to decrease so i, I remember you 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 had mentioned to me earlier that the NHS had a huge uh, backlog in terms of recruitment.
0: Absolutely, I mean the NHS needs over forty thousand uh, wow. nurses. Wow! And as as uh, people live longer uh, wow. and you know people are dropping out of the nursing profession, that, that's just going to get worse. Wow,
1: that, that that's a big number. Yeah, that's a big number, and and the fact is that if, you know there is a big. A gap and then and then there is this and there's an entire pool of people i don't know what's the exact population but say say 2 250 million european i mean the the two, maybe 200 million the qualified workers across the eu so essentially we've cut off that or we're trying to cut off that direct pool right yes. so the, the probability of filling these roles are even harder i, w- I would imagine Uh, And, and which would mean that you need, you need, because the entire world is digital today, right? There's this whole theme of people, places and things going digital. And, And, and I mean, everyone has a phone today. So they automatically become digital. You know, they're spending four to five hours a day on their smartphones, which essentially means that every employer has to use, you know, social and other digital and AI channels. To be, to be more effective. In fact, on that front, I know, Julie, you're a specialist in helping companies, you know, position themselves on the, on the social media. Like, how do you see their, you know, social channels changing now with, with, with this uh, new scenario? Well,
0: they definitely need to embrace it more. They mm. need to really understand how to attract great candidates. Mm-hmm. So they, they need to make sure that they know their message and they need mm-hmm. to be able to use these channels to get their message out there and mm-hmm. um, showcase why it's such a great place to work. Mm-hmm. And, um, and as you were saying, you know, the European uh, market where people were coming into the UK to work from Europe, they mm-hmm. perhaps need to uh, throw their uh, rods more Mm. globally so how how do they do that and Mm. um, we have these channels that they really do need to be on Mm. and not just think you know a lot of companies think that they uh, would just use social media marketing to attract customers but they Mm. need to be using it as well to attract and source these candidates Mm. but the thing is what happens is let's just say (laughs) that Um, a company is now having to source globally for their talent, Mm. Mm. how do they speed that uh, recruitment process up? So, and as you were saying, you know, everything's done via mobile. Can they Mm. just do a quick video interview so a a potential candidate can get to find out more about the company and also the company can um, tell quickly whether that's Mm. going to be the right person for them. So that's yeah. why, I mean, I think that the, um, the, the UK companies really do need to embrace all these different channels, which where they can um, uh, get great candidates and showcase yeah. why candidates should work there. But also yeah. they need to embrace AI to join it all up. What do you yeah. think?
1: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good segue into, into, you know, uh, into how video and, and prospecting can help. So I think I think let's take a scenario where now the company cannot find enough people in the same city, you know, and, and what happens is that first, they need to find a pool of people who are qualified, which means they need to pro- prospect or source more precisely. Uh, I know in the US, you know, sourcing sourcers are actually a, there's a whole conference around recruiting sourcing It's just about sourcing. So sourcing has to be more precise. And the second point is, as you, as you alluded to, was once you have a set of candidates, let's say for one position, you may have 20 or 50 or 100 people, you know, it's, those days are gone when you, ha- when, they, when you or they can afford to turn up to your office uh, and for the first interview, because you're no longer going to get your candidates in the same city, which means you're, you're going to ask people to travel in from different parts of the UK or different parts of the globe and i don't think it's cost effective for for either party to do the first hello on and and spend you know hundreds or thousands of pounds potentially so i think being able to do a video interview and along with the resume is sort of ground zero it's sort of the first level that you need to clear before you want to invest the time of them coming over to your to your offices yeah
0: yeah absolutely so it it will speed up the process of recruiting and also it could reduce the cost of recruiting is that what you're saying Sid? Yeah
1: yeah absolutely absolutely.
0: Mm. Uh, And are there any particular industries that AI could particularly help in or would you say it's it's good for all industries?
1: I think at the moment, to be honest, it's when you talk about AI and recruiting, you're essentially trying to manage uh, volume. So we, we would typically look at medium to large companies. So, you know, the example that you gave when NHS has to say recruit 40,000 nurses, you know, by a simple math, they would, they probably need 400,000 resumes, you know, at least 10 for one uh, or, or ten hundred four hundred thousand. 400,000 prospective resumes so in that situation when you have to farm when you have, when you need to farm through that many people uh, you know ai is extremely effective almost the same you know almost similar to when when netflix gives you the right movie uh, based on your genre i mean ai brings up the right candidates in front of you so you know that really makes it effective and and of course tools like you know video and psychometric and applying uh, you know things like facial analysis and voice analysis so they they immediately apply very well when you have a scale so when i talk about scale healthcare you mentioned this is definitely uh, on on the target i mean construction the construction industry is traditionally one of the largest uh, recruiters um, and that would become a huge target and and you know things like uh, Financial services, I think UK has, especially the London area and and you know Manchester, the that's been a big financial services has been a big sort of anchor tenant, if you like, and you know the, those kind of people have to benefit. And finally, students, you know, I think I think what what's going to happen is, I mean, UK has always been a, a sort of a you know probably. You know after the united states it's 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 a key part where students travel in so when we talk about recruiting even 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 when you talk about a, a placement officer trying to interview a student where 30 to 40 percent of them are coming from overseas uh, you know it's a form of recruiting so i think these industries you know education healthcare construction and financial services uh, i think these come up to my mind as top candidates to apply precision using ai Uh, any others you think julie did i miss anything or
0: no no definitely not and um what i'd like to know is um and what you think when i look at places like asia and the us they Mm -hmm. seem to be embracing artificial intelligence in recruitment uh, so much more than the uk do do you think that is the case
1: it, yes definitely in asia and and in the us and i think i think they are also probably related to scale uh, because ai does very well when you have when you need scale and precision uh, because uh, you know the moment you have scale so when you talk about say india you know looking at you know uh, uh, you know nearly 400 million people in the workforce uh, you know you look at us you're looking at 75 to 80 million people in the workforce uh, that's the scale automatically brings and I think what Brexit is doing for UK is auto you know even uh, you know that automatically brings the need for scale because you cannot get the people in the same city anymore and so Mm -hmm. that is thrusting the elements of scale even to a medium-sized company in the UK uh, because they have to look out at other cities and other countries now uh, it's not just the big boys like the BT and the HSBC and so on and so forth. Uh, medium-sized companies uh, will have to become more competitive uh, and and use AI to scale with precision.
0: Yes. So, what do you think then if if companies in the say in the next uh, five years mm-hmm. don't get on board with artificial intelligence? Uh, uh, for their recruitment processes. Do you feel that they're going to be drastically left behind? I,
1: I, I think they would be, yes, they, they would become less competitive because I think with, with, with any company, uh, as far as I know, I think, I think the, the differentiator has always been people, and especially in today's world, when uh, you know pe- people are the reasons companies succeed. Uh, and, and if they're not able to recruit, uh, effectively, you know, when they have open positions that don't get filled for months and years, they're not going to get competitive uh, because now the competition is not just across the street, right? You're going to get com- competition from every country. Uh, and and, and U- UK now will become more global because the fact is, I mean, the, the corollary of leaving U- EU is that UK is actually going to become far more global uh, even though I think the uh the the people who are not the remainers you know their objective might be not to be not have but i think uk will automatically become more global now
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, i think so, definitely
1: and that would mean that if you don't have the people you're not going to survive as a business Mm -hmm. so and ai i mean putting all the buzzwords aside i think what ai does is lets you scale up with precision i mean you know whether it's a movie or whether you're trying to source a candidate or whether you're trying to a video interview it allows you to scale um, and, and get people from i mean i mean already you see that i was reading about the education industry you know since the uh, things have been relaxed over the last one year or so suddenly it's spiked you know the the revenues of the education the the people who provide services like you know hostels etc they are they they're all coming back now as as the students are pouring in uh, so, mm. so i don't think there will be a choice because people will see other people doing that and and succeeding
0: uh, and what what would you say to a recruiter or an employer who may have doubts uh, of a candidate having a good experience with uh, ai so in your example you said the first mm. interview could be done yeah. with artificial intelligence yeah. Um, yeah. What would affects the candidate experience yeah that,
1: that's 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 a very uh, good question uh, Julie. And, and something that that i think you are asked often and i am asked often um, and and i think it's it's related to the um, the the profile of the candidate so you know in the tiktok world of today right i think i think the millennials or yeah. the, the people you know who let's say safely who are less than you know, a certain age. I think they they are very comfortable, and I think it's fair to say that somebody from a previous generation may not be as comfortable. Uh, you know, they would still want to travel down and and be. And I think I think both will continue. I think you cannot let people suddenly get trusted into this world. But I think I think when you're talking about recruiting salespeople or millennials or young nurses or you know, people of a certain demographic and age profile i think they would be probably more comfortable i think i think they would they would really respect i think the branding of the company goes higher when when they see that this company is is adopting all the tools and it's a modern company i think very few millennials want to join a company that that are adopting old world you know if they ask you to fill fill paper forms and 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 spend hundreds of thousands of pounds, uh, you know hundreds of pounds or thousands of pounds to travel and meet and then all you get is we let you know uh this this just doesn't work of uh,
0: course that, that yeah. is a very bad candidate experience
1: yeah
0: so, so uh, especially when somebody doesn't get back to them after all that traveling yeah <laughs> Yeah, that, that's... It happens ever such a lot, yes. It's one of uh, uh, my sort of uh, uh, um, angry points, you know, where I think, well, a, a candidate has made the effort to come and mm-hmm. travel to the company, uh, done all the research on the company, uh, mm-hmm. sat there for an hour, gone through everything, and then the employer says, mm-hmm. uh, I'll get back to you, and they don't. It's very, very upsetting for the candidate. But also, I think... Many companies don't realize that that candidate is also a customer who knows other customers and that can give yeah. them such a bad name.
1: Absolutely. You're exactly. Yeah. right. And I think, I think this ties in well to your social media efforts, because just imagine the, the person with all the power of Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and, and TikTok, you know, what that would do to the reputation of the company. Yes.
0: You know, yes. When, Absolutely. They, I mean, in the old days, if they'd had a, yeah. a bad experience with a company and uh, had a, a bad interview or the interviewer never called them back, they would just pick up the phone and perhaps yeah. call somebody. Now they'll get on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, wherever yeah. and yeah. tell uh, <laughs> tell the world. <laughs> yes. so, yeah, that can be really damaging for the employer brand. So, so many companies still don't realise that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So let's
0: exactly. say a company says, right, okay, then we're going to get on board with this, then uh, is it easy to use? And uh, one of the things that I've been asked by uh, some people, some employers is like, yeah. um, how does it know what questions to ask? So,
1: So at the moment, bulk of these questions actually do come from curated with people and and ai ai does not at the moment i think employers are not letting uh ai systems think about questions uh, so that's been a change because i think i think hr is just not ready for a robot to think about what questions to ask and asking those questions they're still giving a broad uh, you know library of questions uh, so that's something that's still still there i think with video what they're doing is they're they are tracking more than answers. They are tracking, so for example, for salespeople, they are tracking the facial expression. How much do they smile? How much do they frown? And they see how their energy changes, the voice energy. So, you know, the voice energy, whether it's low or they're talking softly or very aggressive, you know, like what I'm trying to do right now. But, uh, you know, the voice energy for certain positions, those are important. So I I think those are the kind of softer skills that people are trying to understand. Before, before they invite them for a face-to-face. And in fact, you know, we've, we are seeing that even in a face-to-face in places like more technology companies, you know, usually they have four or five rounds of interviews, in which case one round is, is through the robot. Uh, so people are getting used to the fact that even if I turn up to a company, uh, uh, you know, you, one of the interviewers will be a robot or will be an AI system. And people are okay with that. I mean, we do it in our own company, and we've seen our customers do it. That it's not just remote. Even when you are in, you are you are you are using video uh, to uh, as as one of the interviewers. So that's uh, you know that's very common. In in fact, even in the sales world, like we are having this webinar at the moment, you you know there are tools like Gong and Chorus that actually come in as attendee. So the robot joins as an attendee. And then actually it gives you feedback on on the voice energy on what were the keys keywords spoken etc mm. so 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 similarly the way it's being used in sales i think what if you see hr as a as hr tech as a genre it you know the way consumer technology flows to b2b what we've seen is that marketing technology flows to hr whatever happens in the, because there's always more budget for marketing and sales and things that get developed there flow into HR. I mean, you've seen ATS is coming in and you've seen now video coming in and analytics coming in AI, but they all started from marketing. So I think it's a good good point to see where marketing technology is heading and that eventually flows into HR technology. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, I see. So would, um, I mean, is it sim- simple for a company to set up? What would be the process? How? Um, what? what would they use first? Would they use a chat bot on their website or would they go straight in and have uh, video interviews set up? And do they invite people to those video interviews? How does it all work? Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think,
1: yeah, the start of any form of recruiting and sourcing is you, you should have, uh, you know, the presence on your website. I think that's pretty basic. Most companies are expected to have that, especially medium to large. So you use some form of a applicant tracking system. And have a dedicated uh, recruiting section on your website. The second step is, of course, when people apply on the website, you you insert a video link as well. So you could have an open interview, which means along with your resume and a cover letter, you are you are going through uh, a video interview as well. So there, that, uh, is, along with your resume, you the video interview is submitted as well, and that sort of sets sets in the motion now. Taking a step back, I think I think the I think only about twenty to thirty percent of the positions get filled by candidates who apply through the website, especially for you know medium companies. So the the other use of AI we've seen is you know when you go to a recruiting site like Monster Indeed or anything else, or where you get a database of candidates, how do you warm keep them warmed up? How do you pursue hard to get candidates? Because as candidates are getting global choices, it's you know you need to keep telling them the story you need to nurture these candidates uh because some of them might be just busy you know you know most of the people are actually not looking for jobs you know they're they, they are latent candidates there's only a you know the people who've just graduated or in certain roles i don't know i don't know if you have a figure but but do you agree julie that a bulk of Absolutely, people
0: yes um yeah. uh, yeah, most most people are um, open for opportunities yeah. and uh, you know they'll, they'll be clued up to know what keywords to use on their LinkedIn profiles etc to yeah. attract recruiters so yeah. they don't necessarily need to be looking all the time uh, yeah. and i uh, and this is what i say to uh, companies you know you you do yeah. need to make your company so attractive and the yeah. content that is always reaching these passive candidates so yeah. it pr- their interests
1: yeah yeah exactly so so when when they when, when they say for example you know alluded you know just taking a segue from that if they're on Facebook uh, or LinkedIn and that's the time you know uh, the HR chatbot can be very useful because you're not you know as very few companies have the ability to 24 by 7 service you know requests live so if you when people are passive in their job hunting and they can have a great experience talking to a chatbot that works. I mean, making a chatbot work is hard. I mean, but we've, as you know, we work with Zoe, our, our conversation AI platform. And, and that if you train it well, it can be great. Of course, if you don't train it well, then it doesn't work great. But if you train it well, then somebody from the United States or from India, or from China or from, uh, you know, parts of EU who, who are looking at getting into a company in the UK, you know, th- their impression goes high. So if they have basic questions, you know, what about uh, benefits and what about visa or what about so and so, if the chatbot can elegantly farm them and then give a hot lead, so to speak, to the, uh, you know, recruiter or the or the, or the business manager, then yes. they, they don't sp- spend their time in cold calling candidates, right? They, they're getting hot leads off the AI chatbot of the social media uh, sites and that's you know that that's what's making them more competitive
0: yes and when the candidate you said earlier candidates are are driven by their mobiles are on the go all the time and yeah. and i think a lot of companies do forget that so yeah. if they're, they're on the move all the time and they see uh, the Zoe chatbot working really well uh, they yeah. ask it some questions uh, get their answers and then mm. they think oh, okay then I'm going to um, uh, opt in for an, an interview quickly is right. the will the interview uh, be suitable for them while they're on the go on their mobile
1: actually we've seen 90% of the interviews being done on mobile on the app um, so so even if they're sitting at home uh, they're actually downloading the gecko app you know the gecko.ai product that we that we sell and they they record the interviews uh, of the app not not from the desktop mm. so that's that's a stat i mean we we had created desktop versions and and app versions and when we see the stat uh, over 90% actually using the app uh, and, and that's a great way to continue the branding as well, because once you're, once you're there, even if they don't get that job, you know, that that's a good platform to even notify them of results of the interview that whether you were selected or, you know, this is the stage, you know, just almost like a, like a tracker, what's happening yeah. with your application.
0: And so it's all, it's all quite instant, really, and all quite manageable from, uh, the, the dashboard that the employees get, is that correct?
1: yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like a delivery system right the way you track your your food order you're really tracking your interview journey and your employment journey and uh, you know referrals as, as you know some of the best recruiting happens from referrals yes um, if those people have had a great experience uh, you know they refer to friends they talk about it with their friends and and and, and their colleagues and ex-colleagues and and the word spreads very fast, you know, the word was word, word around and they know that this is
0: this is a high tech employer. Absolutely it spreads even faster with social media, doesn't it? Exactly. Um, so if a hiring manager gets uh, a few uh, uh, good interviews, can they share those interviews internally?
1: Yeah, absolutely. If that That's, in fact, one of the variables in the rating. So so on the ranking chart. You can select the weightage of each parameter. So, one could be the multiple choice question, the other could be the emotion score, which is where the AI kick thing kicks in, or the ratings, the manual ratings. Because, you know, I think, you know, other than very, very small companies, I think no company makes a decision with just one person. I think most companies will have at least two people agreeing to a recruit, uh, recruiting a candidate, or even more, sometimes four or five. And the fact that we are traveling all the time, you know, and if, even if we are not traveling, we are in different offices. Uh, the fact that the entire interview thing is on video, and there's a central repository of his assessments that they can share and comment on, and rank, is is invaluable, uh, you know, to make a, a timely decision. I think the other thing that you know, the, this video thing does is increases the speed of decision making, because mm-hmm. if you delay too much. You know that's that person is going to find another role in another company, or they're going to find a job in another company. So of
0: course, because they're they they're being approached by yeah. you know uh, savvy recruiters on yeah. different platforms. Exactly. So, so at what yeah. point then does a human get involved? So let's just say they've done they've done the uh, chats, and now right. they've done an interview. Uh, the interview. Right. The interview has gone well when does a human get involved
1: i think i think the human is definitely on when uh, we are still in a stage where the actual interview must happen uh, in terms of face to face i think there are very few positions in the world today where you get recruited you know automatically i don't know do, do you know of any any situations yes. where Do you get recruited automatically? It's not there yet, as far as I know.
0: There's still some companies, well, many companies still do a phone interview first.
1: Right, right. But there's no automated, like, without meeting somebody, you probably cannot get recruited,
0: right? Mm. Uh, Of course. Oh, God, yes.
1: Yeah. So there's always this last, you know, the, 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 you know, 30 to 50% of the overall time. Now, that's the time when the humans get involved in the subjective analysis and and the sort of more deeper questions, which lead based on what you're asking. I think that's where the things like the softer things like personality and energy, and the vibe. You know, AI is not ready yet to get into those kind of things. Uh, but I, but that's where I think I think the whole idea is instead of hundred being hundred percent reliant on subjective decisions of humans you you do a data oriented analysis initially and then apply uh, the human decision making so it's it's definitely a partnership between humans and ai it's not entirely ai and i think mm. the message is that you shouldn't make it entirely human and that automatically removes bias because you're, you're getting in people uh, you know based on data uh, which 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 means that there is no upfront unconscious or conscious bias
0: yeah yeah and um also with uh, uh there's a a new phrase that p- people use in recruitment called lookism i don't know if you've heard of that where i yeah, haven't no, i've not heard of that what's that? i heard, uh, it's uh, where in- interviewers will mm-hmm. uh interview one candidate it mm-hmm. with easier questions because oh, wow. that particular person is mm-hmm. uh, similar to them and they'll give harder questions to another candidate. So the questions are not the same. And it's called yeah. lookers because one interviewer <laughs> may relate better with a candidate. So we'll make it a softer interview for that candidate.
1: Right, so right.
0: I would say that artificial intelligence on the first round of interview
1: uh, eliminate hmm. Uh, lookism. Hmm. hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I. I get that. Yeah. I get that. That's hmm. a very good point. It's a very good point. And I think, yeah, sometimes it may be conscious or unconscious, but that definitely happens. Um, I think recruiters or interviewers start rooting for a candidate rather than judge, rather than evaluating them. They start getting sides. You know, they start taking sides. Yes. And the, that's not good for the business uh, no. for
0: sure. So, when yeah. um, uh, the artificial intelligence is being fed the questions, mm. then those questions can be a, a template of questions from many different hiring managers or recruiters, couldn't
1: they? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: mm, good. Okay. Um, well, that's very, very interesting. And I think most definitely that going forward with uh, Brexit here today, the uh, yeah. day of Brexit or the Brexit divorce, some people are calling <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> I, know. Uh,
0: I, I do think, you know, it's food for thought that there's going to mm. be, uh, it's going to be harder to get great talent and they're going to have to up their game here. Many companies are going to have to definitely up their game here in the UK.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're, you're right. Absolutely. You know, especially brands who think that they'll get people automatically, you know, there are some big brands and they assume that, you know, they will always be successful. I think they will definitely find it more challenging. Uh, and, uh, I think everyone will have to compete for the best talent. Um,
0: yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. it's gonna be very, very competitive. Yeah. Okay, Sid. Well that was really interesting and that's like lots of food for thought there. Thank you. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Thanks, Julie. Thanks so thanks a lot and uh chat yeah.
0: Cheers, bye. Bye.